0: Good to see everybody today, amen Good to see Brother Joe and Sister Misty Listen, I, uh, I, I just love them so much And I, I admire them and want to be like them So they, uh, they just got back from vacation Joe and Matt went to Alaska Misty and the girls went to South Carolina That's, that's a happy marriage right there So, we're, we're, we're going to try that this summer. We're going on separate vacations for the first time ever. And, uh, you know, after a while, yes, Amy's going to go on a cruise in October and I'm going to go dive. And we're going to go, she's going to be above the ocean, I'm going to be below it. And, uh, you know, do, do, do y'all know the perfect marriage? Did you know the perfect, the perfect combination? You know, Jordan and Jasmine are getting ready to get married. And the perfect couple, guys blind husband and a deaf wife no 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 I'm just kidding I'm just just kidding I'm just kidding no I I better get to preaching huh I'm gonna get in trouble no it's good to see everybody whatever how you decide to do it do something fun have a good time be blessed um Let me get here. Let's go, let's go to Daniel. You ready? Get your, get your Bibles, go to Daniel. Uh, we've been talking about Daniel. I've been reading in Daniel every day. And uh, man, I've just been coming across so many good things. And so I want to point out four things to you. Everybody say four things. In case I know you're counting and counting down and want to know when he's going to be over, it'll be over after I finish number four. So I just want you, want you to know, I'm just giving you a heads up. It's not a 10 point sermon. Just four. Daniel chapter number nine, and we're going to begin in just a moment in verse number 15. There's so much good stuff. Now, Daniel, you, you know, we, we talked about the story. Uh, Daniel, a young man, uh, he, with a lot of other uh, people out of uh, Jerusalem, the king, they, they were overtaken because of. How I many knows over and over and over the Bible said, do not do this, do not do this, do not turn to other gods, do not turn to idols. If, if you'll do right, then I'll be with you, but if you do wrong, uh, and God said, I'm going to punish. And over and over and over, they would sin, they would rebel against God, they would forget God's commands, and God would allow them to go into exile. This was one of the times that Jerusalem was overthrown and they were taken captive. They were slaves. Did you know today there are more slaves today than any other time in history? Did you know that human trafficking is $150 billion a year? More slaves Sex trafficking Sex slaves today than ever before From all over the world And the United States Is the number one consumer Of slaves I encourage you Amy posted out yesterday A movie called The Sound of Freedom It is a true story Christian movie based You need to see it. It's hard to watch. It's heart-wrenching. But it is true. It's miraculous. But it is a sad statement of where we are and what is going on in this nation. And it is once again time for God's people to begin to cry out. Because God is hearing the cries of these children and of these people that are being enslaved. And God is once again going to answer and it's time that the church rise up. Daniel, his friends, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, the king, they renamed them. They named Daniel Belteshazzar, and those three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The devil, first of all, would love to take your identity. Oh, but God knows who you are, and God knows where you are. Daniel... He's been through king after king after king. God has elevated him and raised him up. Because I'm going to tell you something. Even in the midst of slavery, God is watching and God is moving and God is setting things in order and promoting. God is protecting. and God raised Daniel up. Daniel begins to see things that's happening in the future and Daniel makes a declaration. He sees the evil. He sees everything. And 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 his heart is breaking for where they're at and what they want to go home. And it feels like sometimes when you're in bondage, whether it be to sickness or disease or habit and addiction or your circumstance, what you're going through, it feels like forever. And Daniel is crying out. Have you ever wondered or prayed and felt like that God didn't hear you? Have you ever felt like that God didn't know where you were at? Or what was going on in your life? Or that maybe he didn't care? I want to answer those questions today. God does care. God does know where you're at. And God does hear your cry. Daniel. Chapter 9 in verse number 15 cries out to the Lord. Oh Lord our God, you brought lasting honor to your name by rescuing your people from Egypt in a great display of power. Once again, they had sinned, they had gone into slavery and they were in slavery for 430 years. And God had brought them out by a mighty hand and delivered them. And Daniel is reminding God of the past and what he has done and how he has brought deliverance. But he goes on to say, but we have sinned and are full of wickedness. In view of all your faithful mercies, Lord, please turn your fierce anger away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain. All the neighboring nations mock Jerusalem. And your people because of our sins and the sins of our ancestors if we look at where we're at today, if we look at our nation, if we look at where we came from and the standard we once held and how we were looked at and viewed and and awed, but now, amen, we're, we're looked at and laughed at, we're being mocked. I'm telling you, this nation is right where they were at, full of sin, full of evil, full of wickedness. But there's a remnant of people crying out, Oh, Lord. Oh, our God, hear your servant's prayer. Listen as I plead for your own sake. Smile again on your desolate sanctuary. Oh, that God would once again look down, not with anger, not with fear, not, amen, with judgment, but God would smile upon his sanctuary, upon his people, that he would bring blessing again. But it's because of sin. It's because that we've turned our back and the very foundation, amen, that we set upon in this nation as we celebrate our freedom and our forefathers and what we stood for. We have turned away and turned our back and instead of in God we trust we don't even want to believe that there is such a God we can't teach it we, they don't want us to preach it they, they want to erase the thought the memory the, the, the history of where we came from but if my people I'm still his people he still is calling and looking for a remnant who will plead for the nations it's us Oh, my God, lean down and listen to me. Parents, grandparents, have you ever seen your child in need? Frustrated, maybe hurt, maybe crying. And they look up at you with tears in their eyes. And they're pleading their cause. Maybe their hands are lifted. Can you just see it? Can you just picture it? Can't you remember a time when you leaned down and you got close to them and you tuned in and you listened to their cry? Oh, it's hard. When you've tuned in, when you've listened, when you've heard, when you see the need, you see the pain, you hear the cry. As any parent or grandparent knows, you want to reach out and take them up. Hold them in your arms. Fix it. Protect them. I'm telling you, God is ready, God is willing, God is able. Listen, God, lean down and listen to me. Open your eyes and see our despair. See how your city, the city that bears your name, lies in ruins. Oh, it just sounds like he's talking about today. It sounds like it's our generation. It sounds like, amen, he's been watching the news. It sounds like he sees what's going on in the world. We make this plea. Listen to this. Not because we deserve help, but because of your mercy. Oh, we serve a God that is awesome. We serve a God that is loving, a God that is kind, a God that is merciful, a God that is good. And he knows what's going on and nothing has escaped him, but he is waiting for people to rise up and to call out and to make their case known and to plead and to pray and to ask. And he wants to lean down and listen. Can I get an amen? Amen. Verse number 19 is our text this morning. You've heard it before. You've heard me pray it a moment ago. This past week, maybe two weeks ago, this just stuck in my spirit. This has been there, and I, I knew this is what the Lord was speaking. Verse number 19 Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen and act. For your own sake, do not delay, oh my God. For your people and your city bear your name. I want to talk for a few more minutes about these four things. Hear, forgive listen and act we see the word "hear" means to perceive or to become aware of by the ear all through scripture the bible says he that hath an ear let him hear today god has an ear and god ear his ear is tuned in to the cry of his people And he hears the cry. And he wants to become aware of your need. He wants you to call on him. He wants you to talk to him. He wants you to make known your need to him. First Kings, we have when Solomon dedicated the temple. This is my prayer for the Lord's house. I know that when mom and dad founded this church, built this church, and I know the prayer for this church is the same today as it was then, and it's the same prayer that Solomon prayed when he dedicated the temple. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse number 27, starts out, But will God really live on earth? why even the highest heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple I've built. Nevertheless, listen to my prayer and my plea, O Lord my God. Hear the cry and the prayer of your servant is, that is making today. May you watch over this temple day and night, this place where you have said, my name will be there. May you always hear the prayers I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people Israel when we pray toward this place. Yes, hear us from heaven where you live and when you hear, forgive. Oh, Can I tell you today, the Lord's house is his house. It is the Lord's. It's his house and we say, Lord, hear us from this place. This is a place of prayer for all people. And I believe and know that all people, when they cry out from this place, the Lord hears them. He hears your prayer. He hears your cry. He hears your plea from this temple. And not only does he hear, but he forgives and he heals He's the God that answers prayer. He is the God that cares, that loves you. He is the God, amen, that he, he's too big just to live in one place. He said, would you even live here? The heavens can't even contain you. But we've built this house for you and for your name. And you dwell here because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is Freedom. Where my people are gathered in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. This house was built for his house, for his name, for his people, and we still cry out from here weekly, daily, Lord, hear our cry. Today, the Lord hears you. He hears your audible cry, He hears your silent cry, He hears the cry of your heart today. He knows what is going on, and He's going to answer you. David said in Psalm 17, 1, O Lord, hear my plea for justice. Listen to my cry for help. Pay attention to my prayer, for it comes from a place of sincerity. My prayer comes from an honest heart of need and desire and I, I cry out to you today from this house, from this temple. I, I pray that you will hear my prayer. You will pay attention to my prayer, that you will listen to my cry, and that you will forgive. So I just want to encourage you today, as Daniel said, O oh Lord, hear. The Lord hears you. His ear is not deaf. Your cries. Sometimes his answer is delayed. If you read on in this in this chapter, uh, when the, when the angel shows up, the angel tells Daniel, "Daniel, I heard you immediately when you started praying, and the answer was dispatched, but I was withstood." I'm telling you, there's an enemy that is trying to fight the answer to your prayers. He doesn't want you to get the answer, but the answer is on the way. Your prayer has been heard. The enemy is doing everything he can to try to stop it. But oh, thank God, you keep praying, you keep believing, the angels are fighting on your behalf, Amen. your prayer is what are giving them the strength to fight, it's their fuel, it's your faith that gives them the power to fight, and your answer is coming. Somebody shout, my answer's on the way. So I just want to encourage you today to know God hears your prayer. Everybody say it with me. O Lord, hear. And then he said, Oh, Lord, forgive. I'm telling you today, this nation needs forgiveness. The sin, the evil, the wickedness. God saw man, and that's why he destroyed man. He said that their heart was continually wicked. He repented that he made man, but then God had mercy because uh, he found a righteous man, and he saved his family. Was able to start. I'm telling you, in every there's someone righteous there is in this world in this nation, in this country in this city, in this church righteous people does that mean we're perfect? No it just means we're in right standing with God amen, it doesn't mean we don't sin it doesn't mean we don't fall down we just get back up and we say Lord help me oh Lord here. we're doing our best We're we're striving to serve the Lord and we're doing our part in this world to lift up a banner of holiness and righteousness. Amen. We're living in the midst of evil times uh, and trying to let His light shine through us. We're the righteous in this nation, and because of that, Amen, God is having mercy. Say, why hasn't judgment come yet? Oh, listen, don't pray for judgment. Oh, sometimes we look at people and we, oh, God, wish God would just strike them dead. Why is it that the righteous perish? Why is it that some? I'm going to tell you why. Because they go to heaven and God sees the wicked. Oh, I, I've prayed it before myself. God, why do you let that person live? They're doing so much evil. I can name names. They're doing so much evil, so much supporting, financing evil all over the world. Why do you let? Because God has given them space to repent. Because he said, I would that none perish, but all come to repentance. Believe me, they're not going to get away with it evil will be punished but right now under the dispensation of grace God is giving man space to repent so let's not pray for judgment let's pray for mercy let's pray that as many that will will come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ let's pray because judgment always starts at the house of God don't pray for judgment don't point fingers and say Lord judge thee Because God will start in your house. He'll start in His house and judge His people before He judges the world. But the world will be judged. They will stand before God. They will give an account. And eternity is going to be long in hell. But He's giving people space. Oh Lord, hear. Oh Lord, forgive. That word forgive... Means to cease to feel resentment against an offender. Did you know we've offended God? Our sin offends God. Our evilness offends His holiness. Our unholiness offends His righteousness. God's offended. But forgiveness. It's when he ceases to feel resentment. When you release, when you pardon. Is there someone that you still feel resentment towards? Because, you know, the Bible does say, if we don't forgive others their trespasses, neither will our Father in heaven forgive us of ours. It's amazing how we want to be forgiven for every little thing. We hold some of the smallest things against others. Oh Lord, forgive. Cease to feel resentment against me. Pardon me. Oh, we know the f- famous verse, Second Chronicles 7, 14. You can quote it with me. That if my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. That scripture is being prayed over America daily by Christians all over. Christians all over the world praying the form of works. There's a formula. What's the formula? We've got to humble ourselves. We've got to seek his face. We've got to repent of our wicked ways. And then he'll hear from heaven. See, we want God to do his part before we do our part. Lord, I want to do my own thing, but I want you to do your thing. Can I tell you, God doesn't owe you anything. But God is bound by his word. And when you do your part, he'll always do his part. It's time we do our part. Humble ourselves, Repent. Confess our sins. For 1 John 1, 9 says, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Do you want to be forgiven for all your wickedness? Your wicked thoughts. Thou shalt not kill. Well, I've never killed anybody. Oh, Oh, the way you looked at that person, I mean, you shot them right in the head. You killed them with your tongue. That post killed their character. There's a lot of ways we kill. Forgive us. There's a lot of evil thoughts. We have a lot of evil thoughts. Sometimes we think we're I'm doing it righteously. (laughs) Come on, let's not hate the sinner. Let's just hate the sin. God doesn't hate people. God loves people, but he hates sin. We get it wrong. We hate people and not the sin. Somebody say, forgive me, Lord. Lord. Say it with me. Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. And then he said, oh, Lord, listen. What does it mean to listen? Now, there's lots of times, if I'm being honest I heard my wife, but I didn't listen to her. You say, "How do you know how, how do you know when that happens?" Because it's always followed up with, "Huh?" I heard you say something. I'm just I heard a noise. Lips moving. Why didn't you do that? You didn't tell me to. No, I told you to. I didn't listen. There's a big there's a difference in hearing and listening in there. To listen means to hear something with thoughtful attention. to give consideration. Now, let's be honest, all of you, men especially, we have the gift of selective hearing. We, we, we hear what we want to hear. We're able to Listen, to hear something with thoughtful attention. Oh, Lord, I need you to give me some thoughtful attention. I need some special attention today. I need some consideration for what I'm going through. Nehemiah said it like this, Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 11. Oh, Lord, please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it into his heart to be kind to me. He said in those days I was the king's cupbearer. I'm telling you, in this world of evil, God can still make your life a blessing. He can still cause people to give you consideration. He can still give you promotion. He can still give you raise. He can still give you financial prosperity. He can still heal, save, forgive. He can bless. I'm telling you, even in the midst of it, but Nehemiah, Amen, in his Slavery, when he was serving in the kingdom, he said, oh Lord, hear me and listen to me. Give me favor. Everybody say, give me favor. David said in Psalm 102 too, don't turn away from me in my time of distress. Bend down to listen and answer me quickly when I call to you. Oh, are you? does anybody need the Lord to bend down? I'm telling you, sometimes, the Lord, I, I, I feel like you're a thousand miles away. Lord, I, I need you to know what's going on. I need you to bend down and get close to me and listen to what I'm saying. I need you to consider me. And David said, and answer me quickly when I call to you. Oh, I'm telling you, when God starts moving, things can happen quickly. In our, on our timetable, sometimes things like takes forever. But see, God's never late, but God's not usually early. He's always just right on time. He shows up in the nick of time, huh? David also said in Psalm 66:16, "Come and listen." All of you here who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed my sin in my heart, the Lord would have not listened. But God did listen. Woo! Come on, let's say that today. But God did listen. Whoo, that's gonna be your testimony. Listen, let me tell you what happened. If God hadn't heard my cry, if God hadn't listened, this wouldn't have worked out. But I'm here to tell you today, God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withhold or withdraw his unfailing love from me. Oh, God's listening. God has heard you. God has forgiven you. And He is forgiving you. And God is listening. Bend down. Come on. Just just in, in your mind's eye for a moment. Just picture the God of heaven leaning over and just bending down. Tuning in to your cry. Next time you feel like God's a million miles away and he doesn't hear your prayer, you get that picture in your mind of God just cupping his ear and just bending down and saying, I'm being attentive to your prayer today. I hear you. David said, God did listen. Oh, Lord, hear. Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen. How many is that? Three. How many we got? Four. So this was number four. Last one. In case you're taking medicine or something, I want you to know. Now, we've been calm, but are we ready to shout? Huh? Huh? Things getting ready to change. Something's about to change in you today. Because God heard you when you came into the temple and you called unto him. He heard your prayer. He heard you during worship. He heard what you said. He heard the cry of your heart. He bent down and he's listening. He has forgiven your sin as you confessed it. As you said, Lord, I'm sorry. Shouldn't have said that, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have acted that way. God's faithful and just. He heard you, He's forgiven you, you're covered in His blood, you're His child, He loves you, you're on your way to heaven, but you're still living here on earth, and in this world you have tribulation, but God is getting ready to do something. Oh Lord, hear Oh Lord, forgive. Oh Lord, listen. And act. Everybody say it with me. Act. What does that mean? Act. Are you ready? Act. This, this, this is deep. This is deep. You got to get it. The doing of a thing. Woo! He's fixing to do a thing. You say, what thing's he going to do? What thing he needs to do? See, what he needs to do. What thing for me is different from your thing? You need a thing. I need a thing. They need a thing. He's got a thing, and he's about to do a thing. The process of doing something. Have you ever said, Lord, just do something? Just do something. Do a thing. God's getting ready to do a thing. He's getting ready to do something. He's getting ready to get into action. I'm telling you, God, you feel like God's been inactive? God hadn't answered. God hadn't moved. God has given people space to repent. Amen. God is ready. But when God begins to move, when God begins to act, things begin to happen. Things change. People are healed. People are delivered. People are raised from the dead. Amen. Devils are... Out, ears are opened, blind eyes are open. When he does a thing, that thing is done. Oh, do a thing today. Do a thing for me. Do a thing in this church. Do a thing for our people. Mm. My daughter's fixing to do a thing. She don't know what all this thing's gonna entail. It ain't going to be fun. It's going to be painful. But it's going to bring forth a life. It's going to bring something new. It's going to bring forth a baby girl. Amen. Papa's baby girl. Princess. I got two two babies. Papa's princess and Papa's baby girl. They've been that ever since I found out about them. I'm going to spoil them rotten. I'm going to protect them. And you know what I'm going to do every time I see them? I'm going to do a thing. I'm going to buy them a thing. I'm going to take them to see some things. Huh? Yes. And that's how God feels about you. He's getting ready to do a thing for you. See, so you, 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 you didn't think you deserved a thing, but he's, you're the apple of his eye. You're his child. He gave his life for you. He shed his blood for you. He created you in his image. You are his, and he hates it when the devil messes with his things because he loves it, and he's about to do a thing for you. Exodus chapter 2, verse number 23. Years passed, and the king of Egypt died. This is way back when they were in bondage. But the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out to God for help. And their cry rose up to God. God heard their groaning. He remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. God is looking at you and your circumstance and your situation and maybe it feels like it's been 430 years and you felt like it would never happen but God said it's time to act. Now God's actions took a process. A child was born to a mother that defied the king and didn't kill, let the baby be killed. Took him and put him in a little ark and put him in the Nile River. Crocodiles. And God spared him. And then Pharaoh's daughter come and called him Moses, which means drawn out. She drew him out of the Nile River. And then he was raised in Pharaoh's house. And then one day he saw an Egyptian fighting with an Israelite and something rose up on the inside and he killed him. News spread, found out, he fled. Now he's on the backside of a desert. Process. Everybody say process. You see, a deliverer has already been born, but he's in process. You may be that deliverer, but you're in process. But when God gets ready to act, one day Moses saw a bush burning but not burned up. And he approached it, and God said, take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. And God gave him a call, and God sent him. And he went to Egypt and told Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh said, no. And then God began to act. God brought plagues. God, and God, when God begins to act, whew, listen, don't, don't, be, don't be in such a hurry for God to act because when God acts, He'll bring flies. He'll bring locusts. He'll bring balls, He'll turn things to blood. It's going to get ugly in the end time when He begins to act because when God acts, supernatural things happen. God's getting ready to do some supernatural things on your behalf. He's getting ready to act on your behalf. He's getting ready to do a thing. Hmm, I like that. I don't know what thing it is, but he's just going to do a thing. Psalms 119, 126. Lord, it is time for you to act. Can we say that? Lord... It is time for you to act. It's time for you to act in America. It's time for you to act in the world. It's time for you to act in Texas. It's time for you to act in Tyler. Lord, it's time for you to act in the Lord's house. And Lord, it's time for you to act for me. Lord, it's time for you to act, for these evil people have violated your instructions. I'm telling you, if you look at America, if you look at the world, if you look at what, just what we talked about, about this, the slavery that's going on right now, and many of our people are involved in it, probably to the highest, we don't know, because it's covered up, but everything hidden in darkness is gonna be brought to light. Because God is hearing the cries of those innocent children. As you'll find out when you go see that movie, God's children are not for sale. It's time for God to act. But let's get ourself in line. Let's cry out. Let's say, oh Lord, hear Oh, Lord, forgive. Oh, Lord, listen. Oh, Lord, act. Isaiah 29, 6, last scripture. I. Are you ready? This is the Lord speaking. Let the Lord speak to you this morning. I. The Lord of heaven's armies will act for you. With thunder and earthquake and great noise, with whirlwind and storm and consuming fire. That's a thing. We're about to see a thing. God's about to do a thing for you. He's about to act on your behalf. He's about to step in and heal your body. He's about to step in and cleanse your mind. He's about to deliver you from habit and addiction. He is about to set you free. He is about to touch your children. He is about to deliver this nation from evil. Act. Do a thing, Lord of heaven's armies. Act on our behalf with thunder, with earthquake, with great noise, with whirlwind, with storm, and with a consuming fire. Somebody say, consume me, Lord. Father, this morning we say thank you. Father, we declare and decree these four things. I declare and decree it in the Lord's house today. From this temple, hear our cry. Be attentive to our prayer. Lean down and listen. Forgive and act. Father, move on behalf of your people. Do a work that is so supernatural and sovereign. It is beyond Man's capabilities. I don't want to get the glory. I don't want it to be said that look what we've done. Lord, we want to see you act and move and say look what the Lord has done. Act today. Heal today. Forgive today. Could you just take a moment, search your heart? If you're watching online today, right where you're at, would you just say, Lord, forgive me? Could you just search your heart, your attitudes, your actions, your words? Have you said or done or are you living a lifestyle that's displeasing to the Lord? Are you running from God? Are you trying to do your own thing? Are you born again? Have you asked Jesus to be Lord of your life? If not, I want to tell you today that he will hear your prayer when you call. He said, you call upon me and I'll answer you. Today, if you cry unto him, he'll answer you. He'll heal, forgive, save, deliver. And he wants to act on your behalf. If you're in this building today, if you're watching me online and you say, Pastor, if I were to die today, I'm not sure I'd go to heaven. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Today, I want to confess my sins, I want Him to hear my prayer to listen to my cry and to forgive me of my sin. If that's you, just pray with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life Be my Lord, be my Savior, be my friend. Today, I turn around. Today, I surrender my heart and my life to Christ. I'll do what you want me to do. Be who you want me to be. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. Today, I'm yours. Hear me. Forgive me, listen to me and act on my behalf. Father, right now the cry of your people's hearts have been heard, and you're about to act. You're about to show up with fire, with whirlwinds and with earthquakes and with supernatural signs and wonders where when you begin to act, the world's going to tremble, the devil is defeated. But right now, with evil all around us, let us humble ourselves and pray. Seek your face. Turn from our wicked ways. And we ask you to hear today.